0: Welcome to Plan and Empower the podcast. I am your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self development. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of plan and empower the podcast this week we are discussing all things stepping into your power so just no longer holding back moving forward and getting to where you want to go but before we get into that let's do a little bit of a recap of the week um this week's been a bit of a high and low week if that makes any sense um it was off sick on tuesday i felt really sick all day monday at work just really light-headed um queasy really not good, Um, definitely shouldn't have been at work but I made it through the day and then I took Tuesday off and I literally couldn't focus on anything for longer than 10 minutes without feeling ill so I watched crappy TV and didn't do a lot that day, Um, just napped on and off all day on the couch really which was obviously what I needed. I still wasn't feeling super good on Wednesday but I went into work and then I woke up absolutely fine on Thursday like nothing had even happened so Clearly my body was just telling me to rest. I slept most of Tuesday. I slept for ten hours on Tuesday night, and I slept for ten hours again on Wednesday night. So clearly my body was just screaming at me to slow down. Um and I listened and I feel tenfold better because of it. Um this weekend we went to Beer Fest. If you are in Dunedin, you will know what Beerfest is. I suppose most places have a Beer Festival, but Dunedin's one's pretty fun. I've been three times now, but this is the first time I have been, and I didn't drink, um, well, I did drink stuff, but I didn't drink alcohol. And it was a really enlightening experience for me, and to be honest, quite on topic for this episode, it was extremely empowering. I I really, I think I've been, with this outgoing alcohol-free, or not even alcohol-free, just learning when I'm feeling peer-pressured to drink versus when I'm actually wanting to drink, and the whole day, I didn't want to have a drink, so I didn't. And it just was so empowering for me to wake up this morning and feel absolutely fine. I got up and went to the gym. And just, I I knew, I've built a whole new level of self-trust with this whole process. And I'm so proud of myself for it. Um, But that was a big thing for me. And then today I did lots and lots of meal prep so we've got a few busy weeks coming up where we're going up to christchurch and then we're heading up to queenstown so just trying to get ahead on that food so we don't really have to make any lunches or dinners for the next wee while so they've got lots in the freezer the freezer is stocked so (laughs) we're getting ahead for that and if you are listening in real time as in the day this episode drops my first ever official run through of the empowerment process is starting today And I honestly cannot believe it. I have put so much work into the background, behind the scenes of this course, and I'm beyond excited to be running a small group through it. I just, I am so proud of everything that I've put into this, and I am so excited for people to find success, to step into their power, and to feel empowered, and use this process to help them them navigate towards big goals and to focus on habits and routines that they really want to build so in line with today's episode that is what this course is about it's about stepping into your power so if you want to find out more head to the link in the show notes but for now let's get into the episode Stepping into your power. Today's episode is all about empowering yourself and learning how to step into your power. So we're going to do this through a few different steps and I'm going to talk you through them. I'm going to give you a few things that are key to what you need to do to and allow yourself to step into your power. I will pop them as a list in the show notes. I will also recap them at the end. So don't feel like you need to quickly write them down or anything like that. But just as I say them, I really want you to think about... Do you actually do this or is this something that you need to work on? Um, So to begin with stepping into our power is to start with self-awareness. Before you can start the empowerment journey, you really need to understand yourself better. You need to be self-aware of your flaws, of the things you're good at, of the people around you, of the way you talk to yourself. It's about being aware of you and then you start to gain power over yourself and you start to gain power over your, li- over your life. Self-awareness can come from such small things. I think something that's really aided me with self-awareness is meditation um, and just sitting and being extremely present with where I am and what I'm doing. I've started doing this thing now when I find I have lots to do and lots going on. I will stop and I will go, what is the most important thing for me right now? And I check in with me and I'm like, well, actually at the crux of it, the most important thing is that I'm happy and I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And so what can I do in order to help me do that? And I will then come back to what actually matters to me. So being self-aware of what I want out of a situation, out of how I want to feel after the weekend, after all these things. And I think if you can learn to be self-aware or even to stop and reflect on yourself you're going to be able to step into this power so much easier. The next one is setting a clear foundation. So having really clear goals and values that you are driven by. Having a set of core beliefs, a set of motives, a set of um, a set of ideas, principles that you are made from. And no matter what anyone does around you, no matter what happens in your life, they don't get knocked you have this strong foundation and you've set meaningful goals that are going to help you align your action to find your true self and I think for me when I'm setting goals now I've stopped being really airy-fairy about them and loose these are clear goals with time frames that I am going to meet I said to myself I would release a course before the end of the year tick you're going to start setting it up to the to launch a big launch next year tick you know like it's making clear things that you are actively sourcing yourselves for and so when I now look forward to the future I can go well what am I working towards what's my big goal and are these actions that I'm taking actually aligning and that comes back to being self-aware the next step is embracing your strengths it may sound really really obvious this one but often people will work against themselves they will and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do things that you don't know how to do and things like that. I'm just saying there is there is going outside your comfort zone and trying new things and then there is embracing your strengths and doing what you know you are good at. You do not have to do something new every single time. You do not have to reinvent the wheel. You can embrace what you're good at and continue on. And finding those core strengths and learning to take advantage of them is going to help you grow in any aspect of your life it's going to allow you to be more self-aware and I think it even becomes being self-aware is being able to recognize what strengths you have and along with strengths come weaknesses and it's always about being self-aware about those weaknesses and what do you struggle with what are you not good at and for me personally this is a real bad one I'm a sucker for starting a task and not finishing it and I even noticed it when I went into my teaching career always the feedback I got for the first two years of my learning to teach was you don't finish the lesson so what I would always do is I would get so wrapped up in what I was doing and I think this is a really good analogy for my life I would get so wrapped up in what I was doing I would do a strong introduction and the body of the lesson is great it's got movement it's engaging it gets the kids active and then I would get the bell would ring and I just go sweet let's pack up and go and i wouldn't i wouldn't round off the lesson i wouldn't recap what we've learned i wouldn't allow time for that and i think that's a weakness of mine is i never allow myself time to finish jobs i will always allow myself enough time to start them to get them going but i won't allow myself enough time to finish and along with finishing comes with celebrating what you've done so allowing yourself to have had that success so finding those weaknesses that you have helps you learn to overcome obstacles It's not about avoiding them. It's about driving into them and figuring out where they come from. It's about developing resilience and strategies that are going to help you get through this. So for me now, when I look at a day or I look at my life, even, I will go, right, if I start this task, I need to give myself enough time to finish it. And it's about seeing things through. I'm a sucker for starting something and then leaving. I am going to see this through, you know, I am here till the end and I want to, it's I'm building self-trust, I'm building awareness in who I am as I do these things. The next one is planning for success. So if you don't have a plan, <laughs> it is really hard to navigate where you're going and to figure out how you were going to get there. So if you have this plan, you need to allow yourself time to reach these goals to set short-term tasks that are going to build towards that long-term goal and allowing yourself time to achieve these little tasks but celebrating when you do celebrate the small wins for so long I would overlook the small things like even right now at the time this episode's being recorded I have 1,800 followers on Instagram and it was a goal of mine to have 2000 by the end of the year. And I'm on track for that, which is just so exciting. And I actually just sit there today and go, I need to celebrate this. It's It's such a little win. But it was such a big goal for me a year ago. And now I'm on track to do it. Like celebrate every step and allow yourself to feel that success by planning for it. The next one is quite a big one and it's something I must admit I'm still working on. It's all about your mindset and most importantly for me is self-talk. Just the way the way you address yourself and the way you talk to yourself. If you don't think highly of yourself and you don't talk highly of yourself, how can you expect others to do the same? If you don't speak to yourself with kind, caring Empathetic words, how can you possibly expect anybody to do any different? It's all about building that growth mindset. And I talk about it in my classroom, and I've only really, as an adult, now started to embrace it. And it has been such a game changer for me and my self empowerment journey and myself just building a life that I actually want to be in. And I think for me, a lot of the time, it comes down to little things like. If I look a certain way, I will make an effort to tell myself I look nice. Or if I feel a little bit out of alignment, I will sit with myself and see how I feel, and I will ask myself, "What's going on? Why are you feeling like this?" You know. And I won't. I won't shun myself for having emotion, and I won't. I won't go. Oh, she's she's useless with money, and I'm going. No, I'm not useless with money. I'm just not earning as much as I want to earn right now, and that doesn't mean that I'm broke. You know, just the way I speak to myself, the way I speak about myself, I'm still learning and I'm still navigating how to change that. But I really can't stress the importance of actually speaking positively to yourself and making sure that what you are saying to yourself is kind because if you are not kind to yourself, nobody else will be. The next one is building a supportive network. Empowerment cannot happen in isolation. We talk about the importance of building a network and often people get a little lost in this what does that mean what does that look like and it doesn't necessarily have to be friends it could be mentors it could be like-minded people who are on the same journey as you it could be family it could like you just need to surround yourself by people who are doing things that that inspire you and things that enlighten you if you're surrounding yourself by with people who let's say for example if when i would let's take the beer fest for example when i wasn't drinking if all my friends were ripping into me the whole time making me feel like crap you know going on about this this and this well of course i'm going to feel like i'm garbage but they didn't they said that's awesome meg how are you feeling how does it how's it feeling for you what does this look like in your life right now is this going to be a forever thing what are you thinking you know like it was this positive, it's not a negative. And I mean, yes, there's some jokes here and there, but it's understanding the difference between a joke and then when they're actually being mean. And I think if you can build a community and a network of people who are kind and are supportive and are on a self-development journey and are open-minded, and I love the saying, being a lifelong learner, open to change, acknowledging when they're wrong. These are things that, I want my friends to be able to do. And I hate to say it but if your friends can't do that, you you need to start looking, expanding yourself, join a sports team, join a new gym, put yourself in new environments, you can't expect your life to change if you're sitting in the exact same place with the same people that you were two years ago complaining about the same stuff. Change doesn't happen overnight, change is gradual and progressive and one day you will look back and you will go, when did this happen? But you're not ever going to be able to experience that if you don't put yourself in the room with people that you want to be with. Give yourself the space to grow and build that network. The next one is balance. You need to create a balance within your lifestyle where you are achieving your goals but you are still allowing yourself time to breathe. This is often the area where people fail because they will go 165% in to this new lifestyle these new routines and then they will crash they will hit a wall and they will have to start all over again and they will just feel so defeated this is a cycle that consistently happens when you start new things and new routines be realistic for yourself understand that you're not always going to be able to do it all Sometimes you just need to step back from something for a while and be kind to yourself when you do. Set those boundaries and make sure that people know you're not doing it in spite of them. You're doing this because it's something that's in your best interest and you're doing it because you need to and you have things within your normal day-to-day routines that are self-care, that are things that you do because they look after you. I know something for me that's in my self-care routine every single day is my skincare. When I do my skincare I feel like I've started my day strong and I've finished my day even stronger and I feel clean and nice and I'm ready for bed or I'm ready to go to work and I just I always feel a lot clearer and just it sets me up and I know when I do that I'm setting myself up for a good day so having little things that help you maintain balance but it's also finding balance between personal and professional life when you start to embark on the self-development journey there's so much more you want to do and it can become really challenging to try and then balance a work life on top of your personal life when your personal life starts to pick up how much you want to do so remember that a if you're working more than you're contracted for talk to your boss about it like just figure out how to have these conversations they're tough a great podcast for money based conversations is she's on the money um i don't know about their recent episodes but some of their earlier episodes were fantastic on how to approach your boss about these kind of conversations um and like how to go about them i really recommend those and your final step is taking action A plan and self-awareness and all of these things are only as good as the actions you take. You can be provided with practical steps to put yourself into empowerment, but the only way you are going to feel empowered is to do it. To put yourself in the position where you are becoming empowered is to set boundaries, it's to create a network, it's to self-talk positively, it's to plan for success, you're sitting with your strengths, you're sitting with your weaknesses and you are self-aware of the person that you are and the person that you want to be and the only way that you can get there is to believe in yourself And to actually put yourself out there and do it. I wouldn't be sitting here behind this microphone talking to you if I didn't empower myself and I didn't push myself outside of my comfort zone while with finding balance, meeting nice people and just putting myself in the room with people who are expanding me. And that's the only way that you can empower. You need to figure out what stepping into your power looks like and sometimes the only way to figure that out is to start that journey. So I challenge you and I encourage you to start stepping into your power today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. If you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.